Good morning, Goshen. Good morning. You're supposed to say it back. There we go. Okay, we're going to go ahead and get started with our first chapel of the year. So if you could please stand and join us for a song. We're singing, Come Now is the Time to Worship. So the lyrics will be on the screen, but they're also number nine in the green hymnal book. Good morning again, and welcome to the first chapel of the 2017-2018 school year. I'm Aliyah Bird. I'm a third-year elementary education major with double minors in teaching English to speakers of another language and Spanish. And I'm Eliana Neufeld Basinger, and I am a senior social work major. Today, we have the privilege of explaining a few things to you all about our chapels. So we're going to start off with our chapel hopes, which is something that our worship team um, discussed at the beginning of the school year. We want this space to be warm and inviting, but also a place that challenges your heart and thinking. So our theme this year is Blessed Are the Peacemakers. With that comes great responsibility that we'll discuss throughout the year. How can you be at peace not only with yourself, but actively bringing peace to those around you? These past couple of days have been far from peaceful for some of us in this room, but our school is dedicated to being peacemakers, as President Newbold spoke about last week. 
We want you to leave every chapel working at becoming and more peaceful and doing it compassionately. We understand that this is sometimes easier said than done, but we also encourage you to find help from the divine. So, at the beginning of each chapel, we light the Christ lamp, which reminds us that we are never alone. During chapel, we ask you to please silence and put away all phones, iPads, and other electronic devices. In one of my social work classes, we recently talked about self-care, and one important way of doing that is making sure not to check work email or messages outside of work in order to have time away from your obligations. If you're anything like me, I'm sure this applies to school as well as work. My email and other messages include a lot of reminders of various assignments and extracurricular commitments. And as handy as that is, it's good to have a chance to step away from that for a while. So we ask you to refrain from using devices as a gesture of respect to chapel participants and to create space for yourself away from constant availability. Another reality of chapel is that it counts toward convo credit, which we all need, so please don't forget to have your card swiped as you're leaving. Next, we're going to do a tradition that we've done in chapels for a while, which may also be familiar to people from a variety of church traditions, passing the peace. This tradition of greeting each other during the service was brought to Goshen College's chapels by a student from Columbia. Her home church included members of groups involved in the decades-long violent conflict in Colombia. Going to church and greeting people whose society would consider your enemy is an act of radical peacemaking. While that's not the same context as we are in here in chapel, we do encourage you to get up, walk around, and greet at least, at least two people you don't know yet. Please join me now in passing the peace. So for the next song, please turn to number 407 in your blue hymnal, 407, thanks. And please stand.
Stand back up, please. I'm really sorry. We have another song. I know. So the next song that we're singing, we just wanted to make it clear that we're speaking about Jesus, which is why we're using male pronouns. Um, and so for this song, the lower voices follow Rebecca, and then the higher voices are following me. So you can decide what that means for you. sit down. <laughs> Sorry. Good morning. Uh, my name is Danny Aramuni, and I'm a third year biochemistry and religion double major. And this is my second year as a worship assistant here at GC. As you can see, we have a beautiful new banner for chapel this year, made by our very own Rachel Yoder another third-year student who I am happy to call my friend. Describing this work, Rachel said that when she thinks of peacemakers, she sees people joining hands, creating a sense of community to share light with the world. This community is represented in the grasping hands which make up the trunk of the tree. 
These people are not only coming together, they are also growing together. The lamp with the origami train crafted onto it symbolizes the light of peace that is shared when people come together. So thank you, Rachel, for sharing your gifts with us. May they aid us in joining hands this year as compassionate peacemakers. This morning, our campus pastor, Bob Uter, will be sharing some thoughts with us about what it means to be a peacemaker and guiding us in thinking about peacemakers in our own lives. Many of you may know Bob from around campus at various campus ministries events, and he also organizes the chapel program and works with ministry leaders, as well as teaching ICC and coordinating the summer inquiry programs. So thank you for being the peacemaker, Bob, and we look forward to hearing from you. Let's pray together. Gracious God, thanks so much for your love, for another day of life. We pray that your spirit continues to move in our midst here in this space this morning. In your holy name, amen. Blessed are the peacemakers. Lynn was a peacemaker to me, particularly in my first year of college. He had been my high school youth group sponsor. But during spring break of my first year, I had learned that a good friend of mine who I had grown up with and we were at college together had unexpectedly died in his sleep. Later found out that it was due to a genetic heart defect that he never knew he had. Jeff was a great guy, was very respectful of people, a friend to all, a stellar athlete, and was our class valedictorian. When I went to the funeral home, I had planned to be there for my friends, but as I approached that casket, I lost it. I just cried and cried and cried. And Lynn was there for me. Lynn came to me and he just held me. For about 30 minutes as I cried, he just held me. He didn't say a word. He just held me. Blessed are the peacemakers. Another peacemaker to me was Glenn, my organic chemistry professor in college. During my second year, there was a particularly hard time that I was struggling with, and I was pretty depressed, and I wasn't doing too well in his class. And one time after lab, Glenn simply asked me, Bob, are you okay? That led to a 45-minute conversation where I just unloaded to Glenn. He didn't say much. He listened a lot. He might have offered a few encouraging words here and there. But that was 45 minutes of Glenn sacredly listening to me, a mere college student, expressing about life. Blessed are the peacemakers. Another peacemaker was my good friend, Allison. Allie and I were, uh, we hit it off right away when I first got to college. She was a year older than me. Um, but we were really good friends, and that's all that we were. Um, and that first year, we got to know each other really well. We could tell each other anything. And then she went away for a semester on a study abroad trip, very similar to what we have here at Goshen College with SST. And when she came back, I assumed we would just pick things up right where we left, being good friends. 
One day she said to me, hey, Bob, can I, uh, can I talk to you for a bit? Sure. Bob, I've noticed some things about you. You've changed. And I'm thinking, good, I, I know I've changed. I've changed for the better while you were gone. That's what I said in my head. I didn't say it out loud. Bob, you seem like you know it all. You seem like you have all the answers. You're seeming pretty arrogant, like you're pretty full of yourself. That was not what I was expecting to hear. But after my initial defensive reaction internally, knowing that if I valued this friendship, that I better listen to Allie. And I did. And I realized she was right. I was getting kind of full of myself. Blessed are the peacemakers. As many of you likely know, the Jewish term for peace is shalom. In Arabic, it's salam. Shalom means more than simply an absence of conflict or an absence of violence or an absence of war. Shalom is more about a wholeness, completeness, having one's emotional, spiritual, physical needs met. It's about right relationships with God, the divine, right relationships with each other, and right relationships with our creation. Those three instances that I shared about my life were times when I was anything but whole and complete. Lynn, Glenn, Allie were shalom makers for me. They were peacemakers. Blessed are the shalom makers, the peacemakers. There's another peacemaker that I want to highlight from the book of Lamentations. Now, if you aren't familiar with the book of Lamentations, it's a book of lament. And laments are those prayers and cries that we call out to God. God, this isn't right that this happened. Why did you do this to me? Is often how laments start off. Lamentations is set in a time when the city of Jerusalem was just destroyed by their enemy. It lay in rubble. The stench of death was right there. People all around were massacred. And this is the scene and the setting for the book of Lamentations. Lamentations is five short chapters, poems really, of cries out to God. And there are multiple voices throughout this Lamentations crying out to God. But there are two voices in chapters one and two that I want to highlight. The first is that of daughter Zion. Daughter Zion is the personified Jerusalem city. And daughter Zion is crying out to God, God, I know I did some things wrong in my life, but I did not deserve this. Nobody deserves this kind of destruction and humiliation. God, if only you would look at me. Where are you, God? Look at me. Weeps daughter Zion throughout. And then a second voice is there. What I call the compassionate advocate. And I like to think of the compassionate advocate as like a news reporter who comes onto the scene of a horrific accident. At first, the news reporter comes there, observes, takes in the chaotic scene of what's going on, and then starts to report back to people. And they're fairly neutral. 
you know how news reporters are. They're fairly neutral, just reporting the facts of what's going on. But after a while, this compassionate advocate is eventually moved. Moved by the cries of daughter Zion, moved by the utter destruction and tragedy and trauma that just happened. And the compassionate advocate also starts to cry out to God, God, these people did not deserve this kind of pain, this kind of evil. Where are you, God? And so the compassionate advocate cries out on behalf of daughter Zion. However, and this is important to note, the compassionate advocate never takes the voice away from daughter Zion. Daughter Zion still has her voice. And that's important for us today. It's great to cry out and come alongside people who might be experiencing some kind of grief or trauma or suffering, but we should never take their voice away. Blessed are the peacemakers. Our world needs shalom makers, needs peacemakers. You just take a look at the news headlines in this last week alone, and you can see the disasters, the natural disasters that are happening all over our globe. Here in the United States, in Texas, in the Gulf region, in the Caribbean right now, in Chad, in India, in Nepal, and the list goes on. We can also take a look at our news headlines and see the threats of violence that humans do towards each other, country to country, how we mistreat each other. Some of us are still left with the images of Charlottesville this past summer and other places in our country where racism and bigotry and hatred are just so very prevalent and real. And they're in your face. Our world is anything but whole and complete. We need shalom makers. We need peacemakers. And in these last couple of days in particular, there are people on this campus who are very terrified right now of what is going to happen regarding decisions about DACA. And there are some of us who are very terrified right now about some of our friends and family and loved ones in Puerto Rico as Hurricane Irma is coming through the Caribbean. Not only does our world need peacemakers, our campus needs peacemakers. We need shalom makers. Some of us are struggling to get into the rhythm of a new school year. Some of us are struggling with high levels of anxiety of depression. Some of us are just struggling. We're excited, but we're also struggling. We're missing friends that we may have just left. Our campus at times is anything but whole and complete. We need shalom makers, peacemakers. I implore you, each of you this year, to be a shalom maker, to be a peacemaker, to each other, and to the world around us. But in particular, let's start here. Be peacemakers to each other. There are three acts of peacemaking that I would encourage you to do this year as you engage your friends and people on this campus. One, listen. Listen to people. Two, seek to understand their situation. And three, Offer glimpses of hope. 
And maybe that hope is simply your presence with them, accompanying them, being a compassionate advocate, crying out to God on their behalf. Listen, seek to understand, offer glimpses of hope. And on this campus, you all have a particular wonderful opportunity this year. We all are a very diverse campus, and that is wonderful. We all come from very different parts of life, very different life stories, unique experiences, and we come across the globe. You have an opportunity to get to know people who are quite different than you, and you may not have this kind of opportunity later in life, where so many different people are concentrated on several acres of land. And you all have a wonderful opportunity to get to know each other, to be bridge builders, to help make our campus be that kind of place where you all can experience that love and joy and acceptance that we all deserve. Be shalom makers. Be peacemakers. I like our theme, Blessed Are the Peacemakers. It helps call me to attention as to what I should do and what I should be about. But there is a hidden danger with this theme as well. Because I can get really focused on what Bob Yoder should do. And I can forget that God also has a role to play. God also has an interest in what goes on on this earth. On what goes on on our campus. On what goes on in our lives. God loves. God cares. And after all, it's God who blesses us in whatever situations we find ourselves. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Amen. Hi, my name is Rebecca Choi. I'm a second year music education major. Hi, my name is Ichinga Gutu, and I'm a public relations and Spanish double major. I'm also a senior. We are a part of the worship assistant team this year, and now we will have a time of prayer lifting up various needs in our world, as well as a time to reflect on how we will be a peacemaker this year. Let us bow our heads in prayer together. We ask that you keep your eyes closed until we say amen. We pray for the natural disasters that have created damage and have hurt communities in Sierra Leone, Nepal, Texas, and the Gulf, Co Gulf Coast. Let us also keep the latest DACA news in our minds this morning. Our current president has decided to terminate the DACA program, also known as Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. We uplift the families and lives that are being affected. With the fear, pain, and worry surrounding them, we ask that you bring comfort, rest, and peace. Let us not forget all about our fellow classmates who have gone to China for SST. May you provide guidance and wisdom on their journey, but also our journey as well. For we know that to be peacemakers, we need your guidance and your love through it all. Before we continue into our busy college lives, I invite you to take a moment to be in this space of meditation. Breathe in and breathe out. Be aware of your natural breath and its significance to your well-being. Breathe in 
and breathe out. Be aware of the peace that settles within your body and find ways to, to capture it and transfer it into the world. How will you be a peacemaker this year? Amidst the chaos, we know that we have you, God, for you are the rock. Amen. We now invite you to come up and sign your name on the peace banner that is located in the middle of the sanctuary. Signing the banner signifies sorry, your desire and commitment to become a peacemaker this year. Carry this commitment with you outside these walls and live by it in your day-to-day -day lives. Come now and join the community in our mission for peace. Um, as we sing this, this final song, we ask that you can just reflect on what the lyrics are. So this is a bilingual song, it's Spanish and English, and in this time and day and age, that's kind of what our campus is looking like as well. So we ask that you can remember that we are coming together as the body of Christ. It's not one against the other. We are together as a body of Christ and as peacemakers. Also, this song is a little groovy and fun and has drums and all this fun thing. So please don't be afraid to move and clap if you feel moved by the spirit.
Go in peace.